Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast. My name is Ella Sang, and I'm a spiritual life and business coach, master manifester, and lover of all things woo. If you are a spiritual entrepreneur or leader looking to own your purpose and truth to make massive impact in this world, then you've found the right place. It is my mission to empower badass, ambitious lightworkers to embrace their soul purpose, shine their light online with confidence, and manifest their most soul-aligned business in life. You deserve to create your dream reality, and this podcast will give you all the spirituality manifestation, mindset, and business tools to make it happen. Get ready to raise your vibration big time and to raise the vibration of this entire planet with your light. You with me? Hey, hey, badass lightworkers. Welcome back to the Badass Lightworker podcast. And I'm so happy to be here with you guys today because to be honest, I am absolutely exhausted from all the packing and all the moving. So if you guys didn't know, I will actually be off to Vancouver, BC in about three days time. And in two weeks, I'm going to be flying to Bali. So it's so exciting. But at the same time, I had to pack up, clean, move, which is not my forte so I've been a bit tired. But in any case, I am so excited to share today's podcast interview with you that I had with my spiritual friend and beautiful soul, Deandra Jack, a while back. Deandra is a spiritual AF business coach and a top-rated podcast host. She helps visionary women ditch the monotonous 9-to-5 that's not serving them, step into their power as a co-creator of their reality, and build massively powerful, soul-aligned, service-based businesses. She's the creator of the free online course, Boss Up, Master Your Mindset to Create the Reality You Prefer, which helps women tap into ways to ditch their limiting beliefs, finally own their power as a co-creator, and boss up in their life and business. Deandra is also the host of Ascend Spirituality, Mindset, and Business Design Podcast, a top-rated career and spirituality podcast. This is the place that dives straight into three pillars necessary for rewiring your subconscious, stepping into your role as a powerful creator, and building an impactful and purposeful business that allows you the freedom to live an abundant life on your terms. Yes, that sounds so amazing. And in today's episode, Deandra and I chat all about manifesting with ease, removing subconscious blocks, building your soul-aligned business as a side hustle, and so much more. All the things involved in being a powerful creator. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview. Alrighty, spiritual badasses. I'm so excited to have on the Spiritual Badass Podcast today, Deandra Nicolette. Yay! Welcome, party! Oh my god, thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited. I'm also a little nervous, but whatever, we'll, we'll get past that. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here too. So to begin yeah. with, can you please tell us more about who you are, what you do in your business, and how mm-hmm. you shine your light in the world? Yes. Okay, so I am a spirituality and mindset coach, right? And what that means is I essentially use NLP. I uh, talk about spiritual laws a lot, and I also use some life design techniques. And I help women who are in the nine to five, they're kind of like in this place where they feel like they're settling for less than what they deserve. And I help them to step into their power as a co-creator of their reality and basically manifest the life and business that they love, like one that they're obsessed with and one that's really, truly meant for them. 
Oh, that is so amazing. Yes. I love <laughs> spiritual NLP, like manifestation, mm-hmm. literally. All the things. About, all about that life. Oh my God, that's so yes. amazing. So can you- I mean, that's why I'm so drawn to you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so can you please share with us like how you got started in mm-hmm. Like, how did you stumble upon um, spirituality, manifestation, and being a mm-hmm. creator in your life? Yeah, so it's actually kind of weird because when I think about it, there kind of was no like specific date. I actually remember being in college, it was like my junior year, and I had this friend who was actually, I like to, I was like, he's woke, but at the time I didn't think he was woke, right? At the time, I remember he used to like, he was like vegan and he would talk about like how he didn't watch the news and he would talk about like he, he was always reading like Napoleon Hill books, like thinking Grow Rich, all that stuff. And I remember thinking like, this guy's a little bit wacky. Like he's a little crazy. He's a little out there. Like I just didn't get it. It was like we were speaking two different languages, right? And kid you not, it was like the next year. I don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden that was like me. It was like, it was like a switch flipped and it was like all the things that he was saying before, all of a sudden I got it. It was like, I knew, I was like, okay, law of attraction, I get it. Like, I don't watch the news anymore. I barely watch TV anymore. Like all the things made sense. And so I think that's kind of when I really started to, you know, stumble upon like the spirituality journey, like the self-development journey, started to read all the books. I started to watch like tarot videos on YouTube. That was my jam for like a hot summer. My whole like YouTube feed was like tarot videos. Like every day I would watch them. Um, I bought my own deck. I was just like consuming all this content. And I think I was really getting into it and I was really finding this awesome place for myself. And I remember um, I got my first full-time job and I was working at this company that was actually like, it was just like an awful place. Like it, it took me to such a dark place as a person and I really lost myself. And I think, um, having that kind of really dark moment and I ended up being like fired from that position. And it was something like right after that is when a lot of that stuff came back and it came back such full force. Like I again, started to consume all the content, but it was different this time in that it was something that helped to pull me out of such a dark place. And I was just, it, like, it really was very transformative that period of time in my life. And I feel like, I I gravitated towards this type of work because I know what it's like to be in that place. And I want to help women who are in that place where they're kind of like, I know I'm settling because at that job, I knew I was settling. I knew I was meant for more, but I just didn't know how to create my reality. And I lost sight of the fact that I was a co-creator and I started to let life happen to me. Mm -hmm. And so this year it was kind of like, I, I started to meet people and I, I met my business coach, Vanessa, you know, Vanessa. Yes. Um, and I started to find myself in situations where things started to really align. And so that I could see that this was the work I was supposed to do. It was kind of like, I knew that I wanted to help people. It's so funny because I actually went to school and I was going to become a therapist, a clinical psychologist. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I loved working with people and helping people. And that was something I always wanted to do. And I knew that I always wanted, wanted to work for myself. But I think this is the year when it all started to really click and it all started to make sense. And I was just like, all the things that have happened to me, all the experiences that I've had, everything that has somehow felt like it was a random puzzle piece in my life has led me to this place here today. And it has put me in a position to really help women who are also in that space and need that help and that guidance from someone who's been through it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I love it because you're literally like glowing, <laughs> just like putting out such great energy as you're talking about this. And I definitely get the mega light worker vibes from you. Mm-hmm, girl, thank you. <laughs> and I love how you talk about, you know, like being in those dark moments because we had also talked about this in the past as well. But mm-hmm. I think that there is just such beauty in those rock bottoms, in those mm-hmm. difficult times where we're like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Like someone help me, like help me figure this out. And then in hindsight, realize what all of those experiences taught you and how they ladder up to where you are today and how you would not be the person that you are today if you didn't go through those challenges and those tough times. So that's just so beautiful. And I, and I love how you're just like saying that there isn't one specific moment, but it's just like Mm -hmm. things just kind of like stack on top of each other. And I think that is beautiful thing because for each of us being on a spiritual path, we all have our own unique way of getting there. Mm-hmm. So it's so amazing how your experiences and your challenges have gotten you to where you are today so that you now have the power and the ability to help other women who are going through the same thing. So yes. that is so <laughs> amazing. And on that note, I mm-hmm. want to ask you, what exactly does spirituality mean to you? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be spiritual? And what does it mean to have a spiritual practice? I think for a lot of people, the word spiritual can be a little bit scary, probably not not so much yeah. for the people listening to this because they probably already identify <laughs> as being a spiritual badass. But mm-hmm. for someone who is still maybe a bit new to the spiritual world, how would you define it in your own words? Yeah. So this was something that I actually remember like chatting with a friend about just yesterday. And to me, spirituality really means like returning to yourself, returning to your authentic yes. self, being who you feel you are most authentic being, right? And I think that we're in kind of this place right now where a lot of like mindset stuff and spirituality is becoming very um, just like well-known. And I think some people get intimidated because they come into this world and they see the people with the crystals and the sage and the tarot cards <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, like all of these, yeah. like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't know how to like read like Oracle cards. Like what does this even mean? And I always tell people, it's like, it honestly is whatever feels right to you, Right. Because I'm someone where, yes, I do love the the tarot cards, but I don't necessarily love the yoga. And yes, I love, like, I don't know, like, I I am um, a pescatarian, but I'm not a vegan. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? So for everyone, it's different. And I feel like a lot of times um, people will become intimidated because they see spirituality as being defined by a lot of the external things that they see everyone else in the spiritual community using as Mm -hmm. tools in their world. And it's just kind of like, you don't even need the tools. Like, as long as you're being your authentic self and trying to find like who you are remember who you are because that's what your your journey here is is really remembering who you came here to be and so for me that is spirituality and like a nutshell it's just kind of remembering that person like I said, I think all the things on my journey have really brought me back to a place where I'm remembering. I'm like, damn, like, I'm, I'm, I'm here to be somebody like, like, and we all are, but it's like literally like that realization and having that kind of like moment where you're like, I'm not here to play small. I'm not here to just like, you know, settle for a life that doesn't feel like aligned or that doesn't feel good. I'm here to like have everything I want and do everything I want. And that's spirituality for me. And um, I think you asked, did you ask me about it? Do you, is that the- <laughs> no, but that's no, that is a hundred percent. Like I, 
I love that so much. And, you know, like, I know a lot of times people, like you said, they see the crystals, they see the card decks, they, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not flexible, I can't do yoga, does that mean I'm not spiritual? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, like people get very fixated on like, I have to do this to be spiritual. But really, like you said, it's the idea of coming home to who we truly are. It's about remembering exactly. why we are here. And mm-hmm. I think like the way that I love to look at it as well is that it's not about adding more into your life. It's about peeling back mm-hmm. layers, peeling back a lot of the bullshit exactly. that you put on that's like, you're exactly. not good enough or like you have to be the certain way. And then realizing that, wow, I'm actually just like a really amazing, worthy, full, complete person just as mm-hmm. I am at my core and really bringing that, you know, into the light. So I love that you shared all of that. And on that note, what does your spiritual practice look like? And how do yeah. you stay grounded and trusting on a daily basis using spirituality? Yeah. So in terms of like spiritual practice, to be quite honest with you, I kind of just do whatever feels good. And lately that's been feeling like um, I love doing like new moon rituals. I really like for me, the new moon has such a vibe of like a, a brand new year. And so it's really cool to kind of just like set a time to really get into my own space and to, to, to really say to myself, like, okay, what am I trying to feel for this month? Like, what am I intending to happen this month? Like, what am I calling in for this month? And I think that like my new moon ritual is just such a sacred time for me to really sit down and get real with myself and get real with myself about what I want. Because sometimes for me, clarity is like a big thing. And I like to have moments where I have that clarity and can find that clarity for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love to burn sage. I know some people are not fans some people prefer Palo Santo. <laughs> totally up to you. I don't care what you do. Like you do you. Um, but I love to burn sage kind of like at night before bed. Um, sometimes I'll burn some in the morning and set an intention for my day. Honestly, it's it's just kind of like whatever feels right to me because there are days I wake up and I feel as if I don't need to burn the sage. I can just kind of set my intention and and go about my day and I'll have an amazing day. And sometimes I'm like, I kind of want to burn some sage today. Um, I don't know. It's it's not like, I guess the traditional spiritual thing, but I also love burning candles all the time. Like for me, scent is such a huge thing. (laughs) Yes. It's such a huge thing, like scent to me. Like I... I have like a ton of perfumes. I love when someone smells good. So I just love having my space smell really nice. And I love like, I get the candles that have like that burning, like the flickering wick. And so that, that the sound as well of like the flickering wick and the, and the light is really nice. So those are kind of my big things. And, oh, I also love um, tarot cards. And the reason I love tarot cards is because for me, it's not a predictive thing of like, uh, what is the future looking like this week? Tarot cards tell me. It's more that the tarot cards are a tool, right? They're all of these things are just tools. And for me, it's kind of like a mirror to the energy that I'm putting out into the world. So if, for example, I pull like the 10 of swords, which can be like a really kind of like negative, I guess, card, it's like a little painful card. Maybe I'm, I'm and usually when I pull that card, I'm not in a good space mentally or I'm not in a good space emotionally. And that's kind of reflecting that to me. Or if I pull um, like the Ace of Wands or like the Star card, I'm like, okay, like things are happening. I'm in this high vibe space and that's what the cards are showing me. So I love to pull cards to, again, show me kind of like what energy I'm putting out. And I love Oracle cards because for me, Oracle cards are always just like a card of like extra motivation. Mm-hmm. Like none of them are ever really kind of, I don't know, they just always have like a really cool message, a really nice message that says like, you're on the right path or like yeah. whatever you really need to hear, the Oracle cards spell it out and you cannot like, you know, you cannot misunderstand that message of the Oracle card because it, <laughs> it's very clear. So I love those as well. So I think those are kind of the, the things that I love to incorporate into like kind of my daily, uh, weekly and even like monthly routine. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. And speaking of like tarot decks and tarot reading, I actually went for one this past weekend and it was the scariest thing though. I tell you, because like in the first reading, um, the person was, well, he told me to shuffle it and I didn't get back to him. And then he pulled out like Mm -hmm. cards and I got it. I think it was a nine of swords. Oh, one mm -hmm. with like, like in his deck, it was like a woman that was like in bed and crying and it was all about fear and anxiety and I was like that is literally and overthinking like, oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> so like, okay we're like okay like let's do like a second spread and so I shuffled mm-hmm. the cards again literally mixed it all up and then he mm-hmm. pulled it out again and it came out again I was like mm-hmm. so I completely resonate with what you were saying about like it's really a mirror it's a reflection of the energy that we're putting out there it's like mm-hmm. this little wake-up call that's like hey you're putting out fearful anxious energy so this is a reminder yeah. that this is not going to take you far and then you see it you're like oh okay it's time to shift and i think yeah. that's such a great reminder because a lot of times people are like "Ooh, i don't believe in that thing mm-hmm. like i don't believe that someone can tell my future but it really isn't about it's not it's about reflecting back your energy it's about right now in this point in time this is what exactly. you're going to look like if you continue on doing what you're exactly doing. So exactly that check-in point that's like okay i should keep on doing what i'm doing or i should do something differently so i love mm-hmm. I, I love the way that you said that that's just amazing yes yes i completely agree because sometimes people get the cards and they think it's like stuck in stone and it's just like set and they can't do anything and it's like you you have the choice like you have that free will like this doesn't have to be the path that you go down but again it's just kind of showing you where you are right now and it's like like you said that wake-up call like do you want to go down this path or do you want to kind of turn back and, and switch it up and do something else right so yeah amazing and can you share a little bit with us uh what your new moon ritual looks like and what exactly yes is like the energy of the new moon. I think for a lot of people, like they hear about like the new moon, you should do this, the full moon is mm-hmm. this. Like, how would you explain it? Yeah. So, like I said, for me, the new moon is really just this energy of like a fresh new year in, in every month, really. And so, for me, it's a time of like just new beginnings, like manifestations, bringing in like really good energy. So, I actually switched up my new moon ritual practice a little bit for my last one, and I completely loved it. So, um, I basically love to kind of like take a shower, take a bath. Sometimes I'll put on a face mask, really just to kind of get clean and get fresh. And then I'll light my candle in my room. I also usually sage my room to kind of like clear any energy in the room and just kind of like set a really nice space. Um, I'll have meditation music playing in the back. So kind of, you know, like some of that like spa sounding music or sometimes I just have like my neural beats, like whatever I feel drawn to. Um, I have like a speaker in my room, so it's nice to just like turn it on speaker and like have it like just playing in the background. And then from there, honestly, it like most of the time I'll do like journaling. So I kind of try to... um, journal out like I used to journal out just kind of like a free free type of journal and just kind of like write whatever came to my head that type of thing but the last time I did it I really tried to keep keep it a little bit structured mm-hmm. so I wrote down um my intentions for the month I wrote down uh some goals for the month and I also wrote down something that was manifesting and so for me breaking it down like that was really nice because they all I could see how they all kind of fit together and um it, it was just nice because I could just see everything all on one page and it was not just kind of like a free type of journal it was really structured and I kind of like structure a little bit mm-hmm. and then from there I took some time to pull uh, actually did like a quick meditation I have a visualization meditation mp3 so I kind of that 
was oh, nice to kind of just like listen to my own voice and do that. And then I, at the end, I did like a full spread. So I pulled out all my tarot decks and I did it all. So I had um, like the angel oracle cards. I had like some of the romance cards. I had some angel answers and I had just like a regular like tarot deck. And I just basically, um, I had the lights off and the candle flickering when I did this. So I couldn't like see or anything like that, or I couldn't see much. And I, I just pulled all the cards out and then kind of like sat there for a little bit. And then when I turned on the light, I was able to kind of see all the cards and see the spread. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just, so, it was like a very just like inspirational spread. And I feel like the spread aligned so much with my intentions and my goals and my manifestation yeah. for that month that it just, everything felt really aligned. Um, and so at that point, I just kind of like take some time to read the cards. And I used to, at the end of my practice, I actually used to burn my um, intentions whenever I'd set them. Mm-hmm. And I used to burn it and like I would put it outside on like this little plate that I have and I would put it under the new moon. And um, I love the idea. I love the idea of kind of like kind of letting it go. And some people do like a balloon or like whatever they do to let it go. But I also, right, it's like a thing of like just like kind of letting it go. Um, But I also noticed that sometimes when I did that, sometimes I would not kind of stay in the energy of the intentions or the goals I had for that month. So I actually didn't uh, burn it this time. I left it in my um, journal. And it's something that I kind of reflect back on every couple of days. I'll go back and read it and kind of like feel into that energy. And I really like that because I, it's always there for me to see and not in a way of like I'm obsessing over it, but in a way of like just a, a little casual reminder of like, this is what I intended for this month. Um, this is how I'm feeling. And, and, and is it aligned with those intentions, right? Are my actions aligned with my intentions? Are my actions aligned with my goals? Like, how am I feeling about my manifestations? So it's nice to have that check in as a month goes on until like the next new moon. Yeah, I love that. It's kind of like a little tickle for your subconscious. That's like, hey, mm-hmm. reminder, this is what I'm yes. doing. This is what I want yes. to manifest. And so along the lines of manifestation, because you started talking mm-hmm. about that, and I'm like, yes, yes. I want to go in on that. Can you oh, yes. tell us more about like, like your manifestation process overall and mm-hmm. what is, like your top tip for someone who's new or someone who has already done this maybe a few times, but now they want to focus on manifesting something big and exciting in their life. Mm-hmm. So for me, manifestation is just, there's so much around it because I feel like sometimes people will kind of be like, I'm manifesting this thing. And they'll go about their life and be like, I just want to feel into the positive vibes of it and it will happen. And I really believe that there's so much more around manifestation. Like it is as simple as, you know, thinking something and, and having that thing, you know, that it already exists. But I think there's a lot to be said about like inspired action, about kind of following those nudges that are leading you to something. Because sometimes as you're manifesting something, you might have a nudge to do something and you might not even know that it's somehow related to that specific manifestation, right? Um, But one thing I will say is I love writing down and getting very detailed about whatever I'm manifesting because that way I know that when it comes to me, there is no doubt. I have no sort of like, is this a thing that I tried to get? Or like, is it just like luck? Like, what is this? It's like, no, I wrote this down. This is exactly what I've gotten. Like, um, I know that uh, you talked about like manifesting your dream apartment the other day. And I actually did this thing where I wrote down like what I'm, I'm like planning to move by the end of the year. And I wrote down exactly literally everything that I wanted in an apartment. And I was like, all right, I'm putting it out there. I don't know if this like, um, is, like I, I don't know when this is going to happen. I don't know when it's coming to me, but I'm putting this out there. 
And so literally a couple of days later, I had a friend tell me about this like loft in um, Rhode Island. And I, I wasn't even looking for anything in Rhode Island, but it literally matched everything on the list, except for the fact that it wasn't in the three states that I put down on the paper. And um, it was such a, uh, uh, like, it was definitely something that I manifested because literally everything was there to a T. And so I feel like when it comes to manifestation, sometimes people can try to do all this extra stuff around it. But I really think it comes down to one, um, getting very detailed about what it is that you're manifesting. And two, like working on actually believing that you can have that thing. Because I think one of the biggest things about manifestation is that if you are working on manifesting something, but you don't subconsciously believe that you can have that thing, it doesn't matter what doors could actually be presented to you. If you actually don't have the capacity to see the doors, you'll never actually walk through those doors and have your manifestation. So I think one of the biggest things that I've been working on is removing those subconscious blocks. And that has a lot to do with um, doing subconscious meditations, doing deep journaling work around those limiting beliefs or those blocks that are holding me back from believing that I can have that thing. And I've also been um, doing something where I try to look for it out in the world. So if I'm trying to manifest a certain thing, I try to look for people who already have that thing very similar to me um, or very similar to what I want so that my subconscious can see that it does exist and like I could have it. It is possible for me if I actually like want to have it, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I love that so much. I love your point about beliefs because I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. But mm -hmm. so often we don't realize that we're the ones getting in our own way when it comes to manifestation, because we say we want this thing, we get specific, yeah. but deep down we're like, it's not going to happen. It can't happen. Mm -hmm. How is it going to happen? So we get so obsessed with how this thing is going to happen and whether or not it is actually possible for us when really we should be focusing our energy in really asserting that it is happening, that it has already happened. And so I love, you know, like talking about removing those subconscious blocks because I really think that, you know, everything that we want to create, it's already there for us, but it's a matter of whether or not we can raise our belief level and our vibration mm -hmm. to have it manifest into our reality. So on that Absolutely. note, it seems like, you know, like the mindset piece, having that deep belief is definitely mm -hmm. a core part of manifestation. And I know a lot of times, you know, people tend to think, oh, the mindset stuff is just fluffy stuff. Like I am fine without it. I just want to focus on the tactics and the strategy of implementing things, especially in a more business context. So what would be your thoughts on that? Like how important is mindset like in manifestation mm -hmm. and also just in life and in business overall? Um, mindset is literally like extremely important. And I feel like whenever people bring this up, I always like to point out the fact that um, we are running on like subconscious loops for about 95% of our lives. Like if you think about it, like when you brush your teeth in the morning, you're not thinking about like how to brush your teeth. It's just something that you do. When you drive your car, if you're a driver or if you're someone that's been like driving for a like a decent amount of time when you get in your car it's like you don't think about like i have to start the car i have to like press the brakes i have to put it into like drive like you don't think about all those specific steps they're just something that happen automatically and that's because you've done them so many times that it becomes ingrained in your subconscious that this is what you do and if you think about it you'll probably even drive like a long distance like maybe from work to home or from like home to wherever and you don't even really remember the drive if you've been thinking about something else and that's how powerful your subconscious is with um, 
which is like having you go through these motions in life and without you even realizing like what you're doing. And so when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's like, if you want to have a certain reality, if you want to live a certain type of life, if you want to have a successful business, you have to master that mindset. Because at the end of the day, all these subconscious loops are essentially like controlling your life. Like this is how you're living out your life with a lot of subconscious loops. And so if you have um, any sort of subconscious beliefs, any sort of blocks around what you're doing, it doesn't matter how good you get with the strategy. You can be like, the person that knows all the funnels, you know, all the things like you are just on top of the strategy and you are doing it. But for some reason, it's like, this is not working. That's because there's something there subconsciously that's saying like, this is not going to work. And so it doesn't matter how much you try you, like you said, you're getting in your own way. And so in order to really have the type of success that we want in life, in order to have the things that we want in life, we have to make sure that we are like our subconscious beliefs are aligned with whatever, um, we want consciously so that we actually are those those two kind of parts of our mind are working in unison instead of like really like you know not working together yeah ten thousand percent like our subconscious literally runs so much of our lives and so mm -hmm. many of us don't realize the power of it right we try to control everything on a conscious level we're like outside you know just like repeating the affirmations over and over again we're trying to fix everything mm -hmm. on the outside and then we don't realize that actually it's on a deeper level so for people who are struggling through certain fears and limiting beliefs in their subconscious that's really kind of holding them back you know in life in business where they're constantly getting stuck in patterns of self-sabotage and really getting in their own way when it comes to manifestation because deep down perhaps they don't believe that they are worthy to manifest mm -hmm. what they desire they don't believe that they can attract in the money or the clients or the success what mm -hmm. tips do you have for these people to really be able to shift past that or if you have like one mm -hmm. favorite way for you know really turning around a negative belief what would that be yeah. So I think one of um, the things that I've been implementing into my kind of routine, and I'm even working on this for some of my um, clients, is actually some subconscious meditation. So um, if you notice that when you are like drifting off to sleep or like that, that period of time right before um, you fully wake up in the morning, you're in a period of, of um, your brain is like in the state where it's like very, very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's very susceptible to the things that you tell it, right? So that's yeah. the type of time that you can actually really hypnotize yourself or really um, put a lot of things into your subconscious mind. Like, I remember I had this time where I was like in a meeting at work and <laughs> I was actually dozing off a little bit. And it got to the point where I was conscious of the fact that I was dozing off, but I still couldn't like wake myself up, right? And so I actually started to say to myself, I started to say, I am awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. And I, get, I was saying it in my head, right? Mm -hmm. and it was like, literally, I think I said like four or five times. And it was like, instantaneous. Like, I kid you not. I was like, wide awake. I was wide awake. And it was like, I was no longer like nodding my head off in sleep. And I, I, I remember like looking around the room, like in a panic, because I was like, did anyone notice what just happened? I totally you guys noticed you. <laughs> Right? And so, um, it happened another time and I did the same thing. And I think that, and I always knew about the power of the subconscious mind, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know about the power of these things, but it's a whole different thing to experience. And I think just having that like really small, like a random moment where I was in that period of, of, um, 
uh, I was in that state where I was very susceptible to what I was telling myself. And I told myself what I wanted to do. I told myself I'm awake. I told myself where I wanted to be and it happened. So I think if anything, it's like one tip, and this is like a really cool one is, um, for those affirmations that you're saying, you know, saying them when you're conscious and you're awake, it's not, it's, it's like, yeah, it does something like at a conscious level. And yes, like over time, like that mm-hmm. repetition might, you know, influence your subconscious a little bit. But if you can have those things playing, like right when you're like falling asleep, like or yeah. right when you're waking up in the morning, when you're in that state where you're super, super um, susceptible to everything that you're telling yourself, like I think those are the really powerful moments when those affirmations start to stick. Um, just like when I was telling myself I'm awake. So I think that would be like a really powerful tip or just subconscious meditations in general. Like mm-hmm. there are a bunch of them out there. I would say like definitely do your research on, you know, which ones are um, not like sketchy because I know sometimes on YouTube you'll find certain things like <laughs> message videos and stuff like that that you don't really know what they're saying to you. So you want to be careful that they're not saying something like really sketchy when you're in a very um, vulnerable state with your mind. But just subconscious meditations are just really trying to tap into your subconscious mind when it is like like in the front and center and ready to hear what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's so important because um, like I know just from NLP, like on a regular basis, we have like the way that I like to think about this is almost like a bouncer that's like Mm -hmm. looking after the club that is your subconscious mind, right? So Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, when you're in that conscious space, that bouncer doesn't allow that information to pass through to your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So when you're just saying the affirmations consciously, like just believe it already, just believe that you're good enough. It's like, it doesn't really pass through. So I love that, like, you know, you mentioning how like before you go to sleep or right when you wake up, it's kind of like that critical faculty bypass is where that bouncer is taking a break and taking a rest Mm -hmm. and you can really get those affirmations and that information into the subconscious which is honestly so powerful because everything like everything just comes back to the subconscious and I think the more Mm -hmm. that people realize this the more people experiment with what works and communicating with their subconscious the more exactly that they have in their lives it's honestly life-changing and I know this for myself so I love that you shared all of that with us thank you so much (laughs) <laughs> yes. Good tips. I, well, yes. as you guys know, from my like sleeping example, it definitely works. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So now I want to switch gears a little bit and mm-hmm. chat about, you know, how you balance working a job still and mm-hmm. being a spiritual mindset coach. Like, how do you balance the two? Because, you mm-hmm. know, I know for myself, like I have been side hustling for a long time as well, and it's definitely not easy. So I was wondering, like, do you yeah. have for that or how do you balance the two and find energy you know go to your work go to your job and still come back home and on the weekends to work on your business yeah so it's definitely a balance and I feel like it involves <laughs> a bit of strategy um one thing that I love and I actually just did like a Facebook live like training on this is time blocking so I really love kind of setting some setting some time aside to sit down and plan out like my week and really planning out like okay when am I going to fit in the time for um, my podcast, like recording, or when am I going to fit in the time to do like my client calls, like all those things and really putting in those very important things that really move the needle in my business. I like to put those in my calendar and set time aside for those. Mm -hmm. Um, I also love to just basically 
like squeeze in work whenever I can. Honestly, there are times at work where there's a little bit of downtime, not very often. Um, maybe I'll have like finished up something a little bit early and it may be a little, and instead of like, I don't know, just like some people will just like go on like LinkedIn or go on Facebook or like whatever. I'll kind of like find some time to try to fit in some work or fit in like a client homework assignment or something like that. Um, I also love to batch content. And this is something that I find that I have recently fallen by, behind on a little bit. But whenever <laughs> I actually do it, it actually is really good. Like I'll batch kind of like my podcast. I'll sit down and I'll batch out like um, my outlines. I'll batch out like recording, um, editing, all that stuff so that as they come out weekly, I'm not really stressed weekly about like, oh my God, like, do I have an episode coming out tomorrow? Like tomorrow's Tuesday, I'm not ready. All those things, because I feel like when that happens, I get very flustered and then it's just like a whole thing. So I like to to really plan ahead and have, um, have things in control ahead of time. And so I feel like whenever you're working a nine to five and you have a business, a lot of it is really you doing a lot of planning and a lot of maneuvering and try to fit like the pieces together because you might find free time on like a weekend. It's kind of like you have to prioritize your business sometimes. Like sometimes you may have to tell your friends like I can't come out for lunch because you have to work on whatever it is you have to work on. Um, And with that being said, I think there's also a really fine balance between like making sure that you're also having time for yourself and having time to cater to yourself, hang out with friends, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So that also is part of the balance too, because yes, I have, you know, my nine to five in my business, but I also have my personal life and I don't like to let that also fall to the wayside. I like to make sure that I'm taking time off. Um, if it's a Sunday and I like work a little bit in the morning, like then the rest of the Sunday, I can laze on the couch and yeah. attempt to not feel guilty. Sometimes I get a little guilty about it, but I can lay on the couch and just like watch movies and like chill too. So it really is just like a lot of planning ahead of time to make sure that you can fit in everything that you need to um, in the allotted time that you have. Yeah, that's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing all of those great tips with us. I think like, you know, what you said about like batching content, being proactive and just really committing to those things. Like, you know, if you are going to put out that podcast episode, if you are going to write out those regular posts, really committing mm-hmm. to it and doing things in advance so that you're not overwhelmed is super smart. Um, mm-hmm. And so my next question for you is, For those entrepreneurs that are, you know, just starting out, they are still, you know, quite, you know, focused on their full-time job. They're just getting started on their passion and maybe they're feeling some fear creep up. They're not sure if they can really find the time to do this, or they're not even sure if they're really cut out to do this. What kind Mm -hmm. of advice would you share with them? Hmm. So as far as the time goes, I really think, honestly, you make the time if you want to make the time. I feel like time is, again, like everyone's situation is different. Like some people have families, some people have like, you know, whatever it is going on in their life. Maybe they work more than 40 hours a week, like at their nine to five, like whatever it is. Um, But at the end of the day, if you really want it enough you will make the time because like i said there's always like the weekends there's always those little moments where you can kind of like find some time and 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 and, like if you're batching content if you're planning it out specifically you can make it work um because it's one of those things where it's it's really just up to you and you can't allow the excuse of i don't have time make you not like go after your dreams because at that point i'm just getting from you that you don't want it enough and there's someone out there that wants it enough that's going to make the time. So 
Amazing. I love that so much. That's like, it hits home even for me. Cause sometimes I still use that as an excuse. Like oh, I don't have enough time for that. I'm like, okay. Deandra's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> no, it hits home for too. Cause sometimes I'm also like, I feel that way sometimes. It's like, oh my God, I have so many things. I'm like, girl, you can maybe not watch that extra hour of Osmosis or King of the Hill at night on Netflix. Like, you can, you, maybe you don't need to do that tonight. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a reminder for us all. Yeah, no, it definitely comes down to prioritizing and making sure that always we're putting ourselves first, like you said, like knowing that you can put in that time to work on your business, do the work, but also that you're fueling yourself, you're recharging yourself, you're giving yourself that time off so that you find the balance between the two. So I love that. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Good. And what would you say has been your greatest motivator to keep on showing up, to keep on following your soul and just shining your light, you know, because obviously it's a lot of work to plan out the time to work on your business, to show up, create content consistently, to serve your clients, to serve your community. So what would you say is the greatest driver for you to keep on going? Honestly, I feel like when I started to, and actually it was probably around this time when I had people that were reaching out and saying like, this really resonates with me or, oh my gosh, I'm going through that as well. Like, thank you for, you know, like posting this or whatever it is. Um, That was like such a huge game changer for me because sometimes when you're starting off, you're creating this content and sometimes it feels like people aren't listening. Sometimes it feels like you're talking to yourself. And I think in those moments, it can be really hard for a lot of people to keep going because it's like that ego and that pride comes into play. And you're kind of like, oh, well, if no one's listening, I might as well not say anything, right? And it's really important in those moments to keep pushing because a lot of the times the people that aren't saying anything are really, really listening in. I've actually noticed that because there are people that... um, that are downloading my free course, that are watching all my stories, that are, I I noticed that they're like doing the polls and like they're doing all these things on the sidelines, but they're not saying anything. And and those are the people that really, the message is probably hitting home really hard for them, but they don't really want to speak up about it. And you have to show up for those people. I mean, you don't have to, but I choose to show up for people. And, and I also choose to show up for the person that I knew I was. I think like when I was in that very vulnerable space and, um, I, you know, I use kind of like the things I knew I was like reading the books, I was consuming the content, I was watching the YouTube videos, I was doing all these things. There are people that are in this place that aren't consuming that content. Maybe they're just on Instagram or maybe they're just in like my Facebook group or something and they need that message. And that's what's giving them the motivation to continue. I actually just got off, um, a high vibe chat with someone that's in my group. And she was just saying like, even just being on the call with me and like being in this, in, in my space and, and being in the Facebook group, she was like, I, I didn't know that there were other people out there that really shared this vision that had this, this message to share, because it's like in the real world, sometimes you don't meet those kind of people um, in your life. And so sometimes the online communities are really what's going to serve you. And I think just those people who, feel so moved by your message like once you start to discover those people and you start to realize that they're out there even when they're not saying anything i think that gives you such motivation to show up because now you're you you have a responsibility like it's no longer a thing where it's like a hobby or it's like a oh do i want to show up or not it's like people are depending on you and so you you need to show up for them yeah i think it's just like 
reminding ourselves that it's not about us. It's not about our ego. It's not about how many likes, how many comments that we get on a mm-hmm. post. Although that is nice. It's a nice gauge of like what we're putting out there is useful. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like I always remind myself too, that as long as my post has helped one person, that's all mm-hmm. that matters. As long as my video, my content, whatever has reached one person and it made a difference for that one person, like that is really what the whole point of this is about. And yeah. yeah, like totally the point about like so many people consuming your content, but never actually like giving it a like or letting you know that they consume it, but it's really such a huge part of like their day to day. I completely mm-hmm. resonate with that. And yeah, I think that's just so amazing that we always focus on the bigger picture, focus on the impact that we are here to create and just mm-hmm. keep on working in that space. So that is so beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you for asking. So, <laughs> let us know what's your vision from now onwards? You know, where are you mm-hmm. looking to take your business and your message? Yeah. So honestly, like I said, from the, from the very beginning, my my vision has always been about empowering women. Um, I think, you know, I'm not someone who's like, oh my God, men are bad. And like, I, I speak down on men or anything like that. I think for me, the whole, the whole thing is to actually uplift women and make sure that everyone, men and women, every single soul on this planet, they're on equal playing fields. Like we're all equal. We're all made from the same, just stardust. Right. And so I, my, my whole vision is really just like to uplift women, really remind them that they're powerful beings that they're here to create whatever reality that they desire, that their desires are not a joke. They're not um, any sort of thing that they cannot achieve. Um, and so that's kind of like the very, the umbrella of every single thing I do. And I, I see, you know, myself having these hosting events. I see myself hosting retreats to bring women together, to be in a really high vibe, safe space, an awesome space where they can share their message, where they can support each other, where they can uplift each other and feel like they're amongst sisters. Like that's kind of just this, I just have this big vision of just creating such a huge network and such a huge support network for women that they feel that they are, they're motivated and they're inspired and they're supported to do anything and create anything that they want to. And so I also want to change the world. I want to change the world by showing other women that they can change their worlds, right? So it's, it's one of those ripple effects. It's like if you yeah. come in and you show someone like it is possible, they know it's possible and they go out and show other people it's possible, right? And so it's this amazing ripple effect. And, and I think that, you know, there's this kind of like misunderstanding or this lie that one person can't change the world. But I think yeah. one person can change the world because they can change it's like a ripple effect you can change one other person's world and they can change someone else's and someone else's and it goes on from there so that's kind of like the big vision I have it's kind of still it's not very I guess detailed but it's it's just a feeling I have it's more of like a feeling of what I feel is coming right <laughs> no that is so beautiful and I can feel it too as you're saying it your excitement your passion it's absolutely wonderful and I think like just the point of like reminding women and empowering them to realize how much power that they really have 
to mm-hmm. create their reality, to own their desires, to take the action and make amazing things happen in their lives. I think so often, like you mentioned earlier, you know, we hand off that power away. We're like, okay, like things happen to us, mm-hmm. but really like we have the power to create our reality and we have the ability to make things happen exactly the way that we want them to be. So that is just such an amazing vision. And I'm so excited for all the great things that you are going to bring <laughs> <laughs> and so all the claps. If you were to sum up your spiritual badassery in one affirmation, what would it be? Okay. So I literally had to think about this one because <laughs> I I honestly was like, oh my God, what would that be? Because I have my affirmation I say every day, but I was like, I want this, like you were like one. If I could choose one, so I was like, it has <laughs> to be epic. Like it has to be good. And so what I what I have here is I'm a divine leader and every single day I show up to share my message, to spread my truth and do so authentically and with a grateful and loving heart, I remind others that they are divine leaders and beings as well. And so I think that really just encompasses the fact that the more that I show up, the more that I just share my message, the more that I'm just being myself, I really show others that it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to show up. It's okay to be very unapologetic about what you want and the fact that you are creating it. And I think that is what I'm here to do is just kind of like bring that um, message and, and remind everyone, just like remind women that it's okay. It's okay to step up. It's okay to lead. It's okay to share your message. Yeah. yeah. And like what comes up for me here is like being the lighthouse. Like that is mm-hmm. what you're doing is like you're being the lighthouse to light up all these other women so that they too can shine their light. So mm-hmm. spiritual badass award goes to you, Deandra. I love Ooh, that. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So before we wrap up here, can you let us know how other spiritual badasses can find you, consume your amazing content, learn from you and also work with you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I have a couple of resources for you guys. Um, So I have a Facebook group, the Co-Creators Club for Spirituality, Mindset and Life Design. Um, Just is just a high vibe space. Um, (laughs) For women who want to step into their powers of co-creative their reality and manifest a life and business they love. I will say, guys who are listening, don't be afraid to join because we do have two guys in the group. <laughs> it's this group where I, I don't have any sort of like metal gate and I'm like, men are not allowed because I feel like <laughs> just not who I am as a person and that's not the yeah. message I want to spread. Um, so the men who are in there have opted in. They have chosen to be there and they are amazing beings in that group. So if you are a guy and you're kind of like, ooh, I'm not a I'm not a woman. I'm not trying to it's like whatever like whoever <laughs> if you feel called, you are more than welcome. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at DeAndra Nicolette. I also have a podcast called Ascend for spirituality, mindset and life design. As you can tell by the name, that's what we're talking about. It's all, it's juicy. It's, it's good stuff. I promise yes. you. Yes. <laughs> Love it. And I also um, just launched my one-on-one coaching. And again, you can find that on my website, which is DeandraNicolette.com, which I'm sure Ella will link in the show notes. Yes, I'll link everything but, down below for you guys to check yeah, out. Yeah, you can definitely read more about my story there. Just kind of read more about my services and what um, my one-on-one coaching encompasses. But honestly, if you feel called to me, if you feel drawn to me, definitely feel free to reach out to me and we can, we can have a chat. I love chatting. So. Yes. <laughs> 
Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom, your yes. stories, just like all your amazing tips with us today. It's been such a pleasure having you on, girl. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, oh my God, literally amazing. I have enjoyed being here <laughs> with you. Um, and I'm so excited for this to come out. I can't wait to like listen to myself chat with you in the car. <laughs> Here's to unleashing all the spiritual badassery in this world. Yes. <laughs> Yay. That was such a fun and high vibe interview. And I hope you guys enjoyed all of Deandra's great tips on manifestation, subconscious programming, and building your soul aligned business. You can find Deandra at her website, deandranickled.com, on Facebook, in her group, The Co-Creators Club, and on Instagram at deandranickled, which I will link everything in the show notes for you guys. So that's it for this week's episode, and I cannot wait to catch you next week in Vancouver. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, I would be forever grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, as that helps more badass lightworkers find this podcast. Let's be sure to keep in touch. You can find me over on Instagram at PSMLA, on Facebook in my Facebook group, Badass Lightworker Tribe, or over on my website, PSMLA.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, go up there, shine your light, and make some massive impact. I love you.